what it is, but they are, they were like, he's swinging the mic and catching it and doing all this shit. I was tired, like watching it. Like, I was like, oh, that's a little window. That's but, wild. Yeah. That's isn't wild. it nuts? That's yeah. nuts. Cause they're all like deaf too. Like, like, like i'm not even joking like, yeah, yeah. you can look this up <laughs> they blew their ears out yeah if somebody bet me money what you were gonna say after that it would not have been deaf but i i was <laughs> legends uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're so uh, talented yeah 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 anything yeah. they are fucking deaf dumb and blind <laughs> let me tell you they had nothing Tokyo tonight Tonight. Why you said that like it was your kink? <laughs> and kudos to me. They're twins. Uh, what's up, guys? How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. Uh, thanks for doing this. I can I tell you how I found you guys, and I, it, I only have to say this because it never usually works. But it was Spotify had recommended, like you know that like uh, you might awesome. like or whatever the genius thing was. Yeah. I accidentally fucking hit it. And your band came up and then I was like, oh, no, I didn't mean to hit that button. And then I like it started. You're like one of the songs started playing and I was like, or did I? <laughs> and then hey. and that was it. that's the only time it's ever worked for me, by the way, yeah. like nine times out of ten. It's just pure trash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, this is fucking gold. So you guys. Yeah, that's how I wound up. Uh, discovering yeah. you guys so every once in a while spotify does something good for artists occasionally <laughs> yeah occasionally. <laughs> i just not that i'm pitching for them or anything i'm sure, just sure. saying like <laughs> imagine that was my whole thing i was like guys spotify hired me to soften uh their image <laughs> to you and to other artists so it's the same line i deliver to everybody i'm like so i was hitting genius and then, uh, this is why i'm glitching he's like he's not even real <laughs> he's just part of the algorithm yeah but um, so tell so I got to ask you a question. I haven't asked any other musicians this before. But I was curious because when you look up your stuff, like right in the bio on Google, it says um, alternative pop band. Do you guys get to like how would you classify your music? Do you guys get to choose what you're classified as or is that up to the people or your people or what um, Google well, throws it out there? Probably because we don't have people. Uh, it's very <laughs> we've kind of made songs all over the place in terms mm. of uh genre and stuff nice. like that. That's um, what I thought. Well, yeah, I mean, most of the time artists do have teams around them that say like that song you've been working on, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a little bit like folky or yeah. like a little bit uh maybe the drum machine pulls you away from what you normally sounds like sound like. Um but we don't have that. So um so right. in the case of us, we just say like indie pop. Alternative. alternative. Yeah, it, it's what, you know, you go on Wikipedia and it tells you what that means and you go, yeah, sure. Yeah, that works. <laughs> okay, cool. That's what I was kind of assuming, but I wasn't sure if like you guys got to decide or if the, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. But that is kind of interesting. Yeah, because um, 
I don't know what it necessarily means either. Like I would, I would go like, Oh yeah, sure. That sounds like it could be it, but you guys have such a, a wide yeah. range of like different style music and stuff. So and we're like, in a, we're in a post imagine dragons world where like, you can just call yourself. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, they were the, they were the straw that broke the genres back. You know what I mean? It's just not, there's not, it doesn't exist anymore. It's whatever, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. you do, you do realize that that is what I'm going to now title the podcast is post imagine dragons world. Yeah. That is hilarious. Oh, I don't even quite know what that means, but I love it. So <laughs> fucking great. And so what What was the, uh, when did you guys start doing music and what, was it just kind of like, is it in your family? Like what's the, how did you guys stumble into it? A li- it's a little in our family, like on our mom's, our mom's grandfather was like super talented painter and musician. Oh, like wow. That. But kind of a interesting dude. Um, kind of reclusive yeah like uh, but he, but that's that's you know on that side and you know our parents were really into a lot of out there music mm, when they were yeah. younger and shared a lot of cool music with us when we were kids and stuff like that so sweet um that was probably the start of it yeah um, and our sister was a good singer and stuff like that so yeah it's a little in the family but it wasn't like a, a family of musicians or anything right right did um, one of you gravitate towards it first and then like pull the other one along or um we're the twins that get along, yeah. you know, like some really don't get along. We, yeah. we get along pretty well. We've always kind of done things together. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, I know, I think grade five. So when we were like eight, nine, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. We decided for whatever reason, we're like, we're going to be a band. <laughs> and, and we're like, Noah's going to play the drums. And I should have chosen the guitar, but I'm like, and I'm going to play the bass, <laughs> which makes absolute, if you're trying to start a band, you definitely need like a piano or a guitarist. But I remember we actually did that. Rhythm like, section, we, vocals. <laughs> all groove, all the time, nothing else. That'd be great if you guys just pick people out of the audience randomly. Can you kind of play like yeah. any other? Yeah, we'll just come in. We got everything else covered. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Does your sister ever sing with you guys? No, no, mm. I don't know. I, I think it wasn't for like she ended up. She's in medicine and stuff. It wasn't like her her thing. She's oh, really cool, talented. Though. She's a great singer, but no. oh, nice. You know, yeah. <laughs> like how you said she's in medicine, begrudge it. She's doing something with her. Li- I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Everyone else bothered. does the thing where they're like, yeah, those two, they're in music, so I do that to them. You know, <laughs> he's a I love he's that. a lawyer. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it, man. I thrive on spite too. So <laughs> it's it's pretty great. Yeah. Um. The other thing that I like, and I don't want to jump too far ahead because I still want to talk about like how you got started and shit. But I I really I'm getting into the uh, clips that you're posting because you guys started a podcast, I guess, just talking about music and shooting the shit, kind of as you would normally, right? Yeah. 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 Totally. That's exactly what it was. And, and awesome. our our friend who has a podcast was like, you. I listen to you two in the car talk and I'm like mm-hmm. this is entertaining you nice. should just film you should it really is camera um but yeah and that's what we figured we will just start doing this and start kind of talking so nice do you go into it with like stuff you've already talked about and then go we should get this or do you start fresh every time it's a little more like it's a little more edited than say this where which is like a totally f- free flow podcast mm-hmm. uh yeah. we talk we talked for an hour let's say and we got it down to 15 minutes so like we'll kind of cut out the uhs and the uhs and the all that stuff and sort of get to the tight bit but maybe we'll let it run longer later as we get more comfortable on camera but also might call this show get to the tight bit uh, <laughs> <laughs> the names keep coming uh 
I, I wish I wish we would do the same thing too. I would love to. I talk for an hour or whatever, and then we don't get it down to anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it would be nice. Yeah. So I would love to do that at some point. Um, but it's it just does what it does. Um, yeah. but that's I, I've listened to some of your stuff though, man. And it, your friend was dead on accurate, man. It's it's really like. I like the idea of musicians kind of talking about other genres of music or their favorite albums, stuff like that. Cause like as a music nerd too, like that interests me. And I'm sure that's what like, that's why people like to listen to comedians shoot the shit about other comics, but it's very rare. Like you don't see a lot of like musicians do that kind of stuff. That's true. Yeah. Even, yeah. even when we were thinking about doing it, um, we were just kind of looking into other musicians have are other people doing this but uh there's not a whole lot of content talking about you know musicians again talking mm. about other musicians i don't know if that it just might be um maybe there's a fear element of coming across incredibly spiteful the word used earlier <laughs> like maybe we'll talk about this like we talked about michael jackson and maybe uh, there's a song we don't like and then right. people are like well michael jackson sold 80 million records yeah you know. who the hell are you yeah there's yeah. always going to be people like that yeah. though too who are yeah. just like yeah who the fuck do they think as if as if michael needs defending uh, he's dead <laughs> but i mean like yeah. you know what i mean like that's like right yeah well, and and it's uh, when i look when i did look on you know you look at youtube or other places what the people talking about music seem to be like the music school graduates who are like mm. super talented and they talk about the technicals and stuff like that yeah. but it's really dry or it's really um pretentious and i don't mm -hmm. feel like that's how most people talk about movies and music and comedy right. they just shoot the shit you know mm -hmm. but there's yeah. no one doing that they're just talking about like the circle of fifths and stuff it's like well that's not what i was thinking about i was thinking about like the beat or the groove or the lyric yeah or um yeah so that was the whole thing it was like let's just the way we normally talk about a record like because when you hear a bad song you don't go like oh and then the minor key is what ruined it you just go, that fucking, <laughs> the song sucked is what yeah. you say you know yeah. you just right you know, which is a lot. It's just a, the gut feeling you have when you hear something you like or don't like. Yeah, it's really annoying when people want you to explain, especially if you're an artist of any kind. When when people talk to you about a thing, you can tell when they want you to really like get underneath it and like say all this fancy shit. And I, I, I agree with you, dude, where you just kind of like, I really like the song. Like, oh, what about yeah. it? Do you like? I don't know. I think yeah. it makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before yeah, totally. I was sad, heard the song. Now I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's it. I'm a pretty simple person. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like, I mean, obviously you have influences, but is there anybody that you emulated in the beginning where you were like really, really heavily like, oh, we kind of sound like them. We should pull back or because uh, I couldn't tell. I really don't think. I think you guys sound completely unique. Like yeah, I don't know what you. I, would... I appreciate that. I mean, from day one, we we were writing. You know, oh, I know okay. a lot of people start bands and they start covering immediately, because mm -hmm. um, that's just how you learn. And I right out the gate, Luke and I, and then we, we our first band was with a friend of ours who was a guitarist, and it was just you just write new stuff. It was never about trying to because even even if you were trying to emulate someone, you'd be like, hey, let's do our version of that, right? But early on, it would be like what Queen, yeah, Queen, um, ELO, ELO, uh, uh, yeah, Roxy ELO music, great. Roxy music, Bowie. Bowie. Oh, dude, love um, Roxy music. Oh, really? You've yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was literally just gonna say the same thing to you. No yeah. one ever fucking mentions Roxy yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, um, that's great. And then, of course, like early two thousands, like there were a ton of great alt bands that were out at the time that were, mm. you know, we were into like right. Killer, Killers, The Strokes. Oh yeah, Coldplay, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. 
No. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, I was when I was listening to your stuff, I was like, usually I can kind of pinpoint like who, you know, when one song sounds kind of like another or whatever, but you guys, I don't think I've ever heard anything like your stuff, so it's pretty sweet. Cool. That's really Do you cool. do you write lyric you, you write lyrically first or do you switch and go music for or how does it work? It's usually usually music first. Yeah. Um, and um because we just kind of have our own makeshift uh sort of studio setup. Um, it'll usually be oh, nice. Noah or myself. We'll just we'll go on a piano and just start rolling and kind of cobble together the basis of a track, um, and then from there, usually I'll just plug in a mic and start you know messing around with random melodies and stuff like that. Um, right. So yeah, it definitely almost always starts with some sort of the bones of uh, of the music track, mm. not the not the lyrics. Yeah. It's not. What, you guys are from. Alberta, Canada, and I'm yeah. curious: is there um, any influence from where you grew up in your like? Is there like a connect? No, not at all. Okay, gotcha. Well, here, I, here's the, <laughs> he's shaking his head. Some... No, I mean, here's the thing: Alberta does have a good music scene, but it's a much more like Alberta being the Texas of Canada is the thing you get, that gets thrown out. And it's true. It, it is definitely there's a great country scene in Alberta, um, and great like folk scene. Like those mm. two are huge. Um, but you know, our biggest listening base is like East coast. They're all yeah, on the East coast. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So it, it, not locally, maybe Canada in general. Like I, we loved arcade fire when we were younger and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. so, you know, all they, 80 they, of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were like, we could be in arcade fire one day. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even know you guys could just sneak <laughs> in when they're on stage and then just start like, nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. Like you guys need another base when they drummer? accept an award. <laughs> is it ever going to stop? <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So generally, yeah, there's great Canadian musicians that influence us, but mm -hmm. the scene itself never necessarily played a part. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's interesting because, like, we were talking a little bit about it backstage, but Canada said, like, you're the, I still consider you guys the good country uh, just because we're, like, you guys had your little, you know tantrum that you threw with your truckers and shit yeah uh but we we got you beat we got years of being pieces of shit <laughs> like way ahead of you guys have like adorable mounties and we have <laughs> that, like literally shoot you know innocent people so it's right, you know yeah. you guys you guys have a little ways to go yeah you guys are the the goats you guys are the goats of abusive uh <laughs> aggro male horse yeah shit. that's yeah. thank you yeah america um <laughs> but you guys had that video so t talk about a little bit about the the canadian flag and how it kind of yeah oh yeah well I, speaking of that situation with the the freedom convoys with the mm -hmm. culprits of course because it was all about freedom of course yeah um, of course yeah. yeah the convoy they they kind of stole the canadian flag uh from canada a little bit they like held it ransom for that period of time <laughs> i think that was last february uh they all kind of marched down to uh ottawa and uh put up big canada flags and uh said we're not leaving until i guess they didn't have to wear their masks or something yeah yeah we're not totally I'm sure still unclear exactly was. on what the deal was um yeah, well, people I, said like Occupy Wall Street was confusing, but this fucking thing took yeah. like I have no idea what yeah. they wanted. Yeah, they just all of it. They wanted all of it. Like, um, we want our truck nuts, and, we want them. and they were like, "What? Who even said that?" We didn't take so those weird. away. Yeah, we, yeah, nobody take them. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so they were protesting something or other. I don't know, but they stole the Canadian flag. Like they made it the symbol of their movement, and then we were shooting a video a couple months later and we had a huge Canadian flag right behind us. 
and we realized there are probably at least a couple hundred people, maybe a couple thousand people that have seen this video and mm. think we're like saying freedom yeah. convoy, which sucks. They stole uh, the Canadian flag. Yeah. 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 It's so weird when, when stuff that like, like, like red hats, who doesn't ha like, who didn't like wearing a fucking red hat or, you know, some of the little color yeah. and you cannot anymore. I have a Spider-Man hat cause I'm a loser, <laughs> but I have a Spider-Man hat that I, that I cannot wear because I've literally like on my butt, like I'll be biking or whatever. And like random just shore trash would wave to me. I live in a short town. Uh, in New Jersey. So they would like wave and I'd be like, oh, that's not. And then I like see they have a Trump flag on and I'm like, they think I'm like, it says the whip. Not that I really want anybody to know it says that either. But, you know, like it's kind of like the Spider-Man. I'm like, no, I just didn't have sex in high school. That's what it means. It's just it's not it's not that I'm on your side. But, yeah, it's so weird how something that was once an innocent object can become totally manipulated. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is pretty fascinating. It Did is. you pick up any? like odd trucker like did you get any weird comments on the video like yeah man <laughs> like <laughs> i remember freedom. one i remember one time um not in this because of the freedom convoy but i remember a time maybe a year or so or maybe two years ago we got an email from a guy from like the east coast of canada that was saying like yeah. i want to use one of your songs in this video and then i checked him out and it's like i can guarantee you that guy was down in Ottawa when the protests happened. It's always a scary thing when people are like, can we use your song for this yeah. thing? It's like, I got to research. Yeah. I got to do something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, during so, the pandemic, when I needed shit done, if like, you know, when things were like slightly loosening up or whatever, I had to like, if I needed something done around the house or like outside or whatever, before I like hired somebody, I would try to find them on Facebook. And then see if they are 100 because you don't like I because I did have one guy in the house who showed up in an American flag fucking, you know, whatever. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and like the entire time he was working in the backyard, it was like cunt like freedom country music rock like whatever and my neighbors must have been like did he snap like what is he, <laughs> what is he blasting and i was like no this i just don't want this guy to burn my fucking house down so i'm letting him yeah. do whatever he's got to do um yeah i don't like that shit yeah it's the worst it's yeah the worst. and they're also getting way more clever i feel like because it used to be like where i would just get your basic death threat and i'd be like that's comforting you know what i mean like at least mm -hmm. i know where they're coming from yeah. and now i get messages from people that are like hey man how you doing? And then I'm just like, that is oh nice. And then I'll like click on their profile and it's everything I'm not. And right. I'm like, oh, right. they want to because I've done that a couple of times. I'm like, hey, you know, or whatever. How, like, how are you? Or whatever. And they're like, you yeah. fucking mother piece of shit. And then you let them in your DMs, and you're like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Fell for the old how are you? Yeah, yeah. the Trojan man. The Trojan man. Horse that was that. a Trojan horse right there. Yeah. I got a weird text the other day, and it was like hey you missed my birthday i'm upset with you i'm like what whose birthday did i miss so i'm like i feel bad now i'm starting to feel bad because i don't have the number saved so i'm like this person can't be that close to me so i'm like hey so sorry about that i swear to god i just got a new phone so i was like new phone i must have lost your number so, so i'm like who is this it was like a totally false person like trying to fish their way into your contacts it seems like the whole when i was a kid emails had the spam and phones yeah. were the real convert and it's flipped completely yeah like legitimate business yeah. dump through emails and if you get a phone number and you've never heard it before you don't answer because it's just some crazy you know 
Yeah, uh, whoever it is, it's in Canada. It's always a call from Montreal. Who knows where the? It's I don't know what's happening in Montreal, but oh man, yeah. it, it's weird when they can figure out what location you'll probably like. Because I yeah. I always like you know if if it comes from Los Angeles sometimes and like I, anybody's actually giving a shit about me, but I'll be like oh L A I must I should yeah. probably get this random number after yeah. having nothing going on for weeks. And then I'll be like hello, and they're like um you know what I get a lot of the college loan shit. Now that the college stuff's going on. Yeah. So they're like, and they're leaving me messages. And I um, am a college dropout. So <laughs> I'm like, hmm, um, I'll take whatever money you want to give back to me. But I, yeah. I didn't go for very long. So <laughs> uh, you might want to fucking rethink that there, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have um, a new single coming out. And the album's coming out a year later. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You have the single coming out, but the album's coming out a year later. Well, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, in, we're in like a weird, yeah, we're working on the album. Okay. And we're sort of in a limbo state of like, because of streaming and the way things have changed with releases, mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, you might release a single and the album's not even done. And you're like, oh, that's the single on the album. Right. And this is yeah. pretty common. I mean, I know... Um, like Tame Impala, I don't know if you know Tame Impala. Impala. Um, so. Anyway, he, uh, it's a band. Is uh, Kevin Parker? Uh, he okay. released a song, a single from his album, and then the album came out, and the song had been changed. And then you go oh, back, yeah. and the single is different. Like the, he he released it on streaming, it sounded uh -huh. a certain way, and then it was changed later. Mm -hmm. so stuff, there's all these kind of weird, because of the way things come out, everything's changed with that. So we're always trying yeah. to find what the right way to do this is you yeah. know you're kind of making it up as you go almost we know we want to have an album coming out next year mm -hmm. um but we're still sort of working our way through it we released one of the singles from it yeah cool but yeah i didn't realize i now that you mentioned it i have listened to some music where the single is there's something slight but i always thought it was me because i'm yeah, like no. man i'm not remembering this correctly and then uh yeah that makes a lot of sense to me now yeah but that's interesting i feel like i would want to i feel like that almost makes you want it more because mm -hmm. it's like now it's an exclusive edition and now like oh i need to go back and listen to the single and the i can't just buy the album true so it might be right true. it might be a little more That's advantageous yeah. would you ever add it as a bonus track uh maybe maybe mm -hmm. i know well that's what we're doing with um we're gonna release a, a physical record uh yeah. soon here and that'll be we'll just call it retro file volume one basically nice and it'll just be everything we've released up till now. And then oh, the sweet. debut album will be volume two, even though it's our first album. Mm -hmm. Because we've just released a ton of singles up till now. But it's an album's worth of material. So Yeah, absolutely. You know, for the fans that want a physical copy, there you go. That's volume one. And then Right. Do you have like a definitive song, something that you because I, I always think about this whenever I have a band come on the show, um, I just always pick a, a, a few songs or a song that I find like that I really love. And then I'll toss it in the story. And you guys, you saw it, like you shared it or whatever. Yeah. And Freedom in Your Eyes is the one I chose for you guys. I love that song. But like, do you, as a band, do you guys like go like, ooh, wouldn't have picked that? You know what I mean? Like, do, do you have your favorites that represent you better? Or Well, it's funny because Luke even said, it's funny he picked Freedom in Your Eyes. That's interesting. Because like, we love Freedom in Your Eyes. I, I think <sighs> it's a cool song. Yeah, great. It didn't seem to, you know, certain things click more with a wider audience and some are more. Okay, but I find as a general rule of thumb, the stuff that clicks with a wider audience, they're not as diehard, and then the mm. stuff that clicks with a small audience, it's like that's it becomes one of their favorite songs, but it yeah. doesn't click with the same number of people. I mean, two words seems to be the one that resonated the most. It seems to have like double what everything else has, right. and I that get it. it. It's the most immediate, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah it is. 
And that was a close second. That was a, that I was thinking about, but I, I freedom in your eyes is one of those ones that I'll just be walking around and the chorus will pop into my head. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That's cool. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, are you, uh, looking forward? Are you going back out on the road to tour this new album? Cause I know that everything's kind of changed, you know, post COVID, especially just the way people make stuff and then wind up selling it. Are you, do you feel like that's the best way, still the best way to maybe go out and, and get your songs out there is to release something tour and then sell it that way or different that's, plan? Like what's your, that's actually a really good question. Cause we have a really weird approach to this. Mm -hmm. um, we've actually not played a live show since 2017. 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're entirely online. Wow. We're wow, that's like, great. We're sort of more like a studio act. Um, mm. And the reason for that is that when we started sort of our journey in the music industry around 2014, um, we were playing tons of live shows. And then we were realizing as the industry changed to streaming, um, there was just less interest in general with going to see live performance for bands that hadn't already been established. I mean, so much of the world moved online I guess maybe the thrill of going to see a local band wasn't there to the same extent. I don't know. Something, something is up. Well, it, it also right. changed so fast. I mean, we, when we graduated high school, we were still printing CDs, printing off a bio, <laughs> taking photos, packaging it up and sending it to a radio station. And that's wow. how we'd promote yeah. our music when yeah. we graduated. And fast forward to now, and it's like, who cares about a radio station? Who cares about a CD and who cares about a physical printed off photo? I mean, it's just, it's yeah. a completely different yeah. world. So I mean, I mean, long story short, we 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 basically played a ton of shows and realized, why don't we just put out enough music that we can get to a point where when we actually play these shows, people actually know all of the songs. That's great. And maybe actually have an interest in them. Yeah. Um, and and generate generate some income on the front end of that so that we can actually put a good show on instead of just being like a bar band, like put on something genuinely special because yeah. we have done one tour of western canada and it's like it's a slog it is oh, so yeah, tough man. canada is really i would say canada is probably the hardest country to tour in the world it's yeah. so spread out well because it's just so spread out yeah, right. i mean like there's major cities but they are really really spread out so wow. you know okay toronto and vancouver are the most popular cities well those are on opposite ends of the country and then from sure. vancouver the next major city is us edmonton and calgary yeah. which is like uh, how long the drive is eight that? hours yeah eight hour, nine, eight hour, hour nine hour drive so it's just it's a tough tough city to tour when you're independent and you're mm -hmm. just, just driving along in your van kind of thing so totally um yeah. i'd love to do it i think ideally in like a year or two i'd love to do a big tour of the east coast including the states nice that would be the long-term goal yeah yeah that's great man and it's and it's kind of it's really smart what you said too about um the the business kind of changing and stuff like that because i think that's a better way way better way to do it build your following or whatever and then when you go out to actually do your set you're just confident enough where you're like i know this is good we're fucking great we're gonna put on an awesome show and then boom right back to working on the inside and uh getting more stuff out absolutely yeah absolutely well i think it's a, it's an easy mistake to make as an artist too to get caught up in like oh here's what how the industry works but it's like your profession is making music what yeah. you what you do after that is up to you you got to find a way to find your audience and generate a living from mm -hmm. it but anyway you can do that you know i know there's bands that i've seen live where i'm like oh you guys kill live and you genuinely have a unique thing going on and mm -hmm. that should be what you do all the time right you know whereas for us i felt like our strong suit was songwriting and like the visual aesthetic and all that stuff and that was just a creative space thing it had nothing to do with necessarily going out and playing live 
So yeah. just put all your eggs in that basket and build up from there. Yeah, that's really fucking smart. Um, is there uh, any possible? Do you guys do streaming? Have you did you do any streaming stuff during the pandemic? Do you do you like doing that kind of thing or no? Uh, we got invited to do one or two of those from like because a bunch of companies popped up. They were like, oh, we're oh doing sure, a streaming festival or something like that. And we never did it for the, probably for the same reason. It was like I don't know if we'll like nail it. Like I just mm -hmm. don't. I, I don't know. I I don't like doing things just because it's the thing you're supposed to do. I, I don't right. want to just go play a gig because you you play gigs or like right take photos because you're oh you got to take some photos now. Yeah, just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd rather it, it all be some sort of. Because if I wanted to just check boxes, I would have worked a different job. The whole point of being a creator, you know, you want to create, you want to do unique things with everything that you do. Yeah. So no, we never got into the streaming thing, but that's why we started the podcast. That's why we started doing that was that's... like, how can we be in front of people more often, but not yeah. necessarily because our writing process is so slow. How do we, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. genius though. Um, do you find that you're teaching the industry more than the industry is teaching you now? Because even when I have conversations with, you know, um, PR people or whatever I'm doing, I really find myself having to slowly explain to them almost everything. And I kind of want to be like, I know you fucking went to college. I know you make bank. How yeah. am I showing you how to, it's like infuriating to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we've actually more recently in the last year or so, we've been very fortunate. Our music has reached a, a broader audience a larger audience mm -hmm. especially in, in the streaming realms um and because of that we've had some people sort of reach out to us like i'd say like semi high profile industry individuals and mm -hmm. it's shocking sort of the conversations we have where they're saying oh well we'll do this this and this and it's like that stuff hasn't been relevant for... <laughs> <laughs> it's Absolutely. very great yeah 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 I, it is really like a, it's it's one of the worst conversations to have and i dread it every time and i don't even like i don't even begrudge anybody necessarily because i feel like something like I don't know, man. I see these people, they've got their offices, they work in really nice buildings. And I and I find myself part of my brain going, How in the holy fucking hell are you still where you are? And and then I'm also like, I guess there's it's I'm like, is it just this like belief system where if people believe you're doing the thing that works, then it must work, right? Like it's it's a very it's almost like a I don't know, man. This business is so fucking weird. It's like I think it's I think it's more that it's evolving so swiftly mm -hmm. that the people that are able to manipulate it are so far ahead of the curve that nobody's able to teach it. So they're yeah. just like, hey, we want to talk to you because you're doing it right. Now oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's deconstruct you and try to reconstruct. But that doesn't right. it, life doesn't work like that. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing now with like artists popping off on tiktok and it's like i the in, people working in the industry have no idea what's happening on tiktok they're just like oh that guy's got numbers <laughs> yes Let's reach out to them you know yeah and some of you know I, I think the smart ones are realizing it's not worth it it's really not worth it to jump on board with these guys unless they know what they're doing because a lot of the time yeah those new avenues open up and if you're um you know if you're willing to put in the legwork and do more than you might have normally had to sign to a label, let's say, right. uh, you, you'll just have way more control and way more understanding as well of all of the steps, every everything, every element of it, which is a better place to be in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It is one of those things. The TikTok thing is confusing for comedians too because it, you know we also know that like 
there's so few if you can squeeze in any way shape or form it's it's like you're like yeah fucking do it but the problem is is like they may not have the uh the experience to back it after the industry decides to pay attention yeah so you so you have no, you know, almost as an artist you have no choice though you could literally like i I've, I've talked with people who've exploded and they're like fuck i don't know if i'm ready to do it and you're like you are well you you're it, it's it for now so do what you can with it you know and, yeah. and enjoy the ride for a bit and maybe you'll never have to worry about it who knows you know what i mean but i know people who get swept up and then if they decide to drop them because they don't have enough of you know a built-up experience whatever they can't headline for too long i remember uh doing a show with this dude and he was just out of agt and they were like and i was i was headlining but they were like you know he had uh the agt thing so they were like would you mind coming in and opening for him you know and i was like yeah i don't give a shit so then uh went and opened for him and uh did my you know 25 30 minutes or whatever had a great time huge audience huge fucking turnout and then he gets on and he does about the same as i did and then for the rest of his time on stage floundered and apologized profusely to his audience and i was like good fucking lord man and and the thing is he was so likable that it and i'm good for like i'm glad they didn't like boo the shit out of him yeah but at the same time they were like oh can we get the other guy back up which i hate you know it's always like a weird thing yeah and then but at the end of that uh people still were around the fucking corner to get a photo with him and i in my head at the time i was like if i could just be that mediocre that's interesting i you know what i mean you it doesn't it's the fame thing it's you're on yeah, tv no. and it no, doesn't totally. fucking matter yeah, yeah. It, uh, there's a uh, um i'm seeing clips now of of musicians who will have that 15 second part of their song popular mm. on a tiktok all of a sudden they're selling tickets like crazy to their shows and let's say they're the opener yeah. people are leaving like they'll, they'll come and watch one song basically wow. take the video of them there and they just they just bounce they leave it's just yeah, cra- wow. it's crazy it, it's cool because you're reaching a new audience yeah but like any quick like burst of growth like that where you're seeing a bunch of people how many of them are legitimately interested in what you're doing or how many of them are just hopping on the bandwagon for that little bit of time right um, it's hard to know you know it is and the problem with like having like a lot of tools in your tool belt, which is always a great thing to have is uh, I feel like I'm constantly just fighting age and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I've got all this stuff, but you're just getting older at the same time. And you also know that the industry doesn't give a shit. Not luckily for comedians, you can be a, you know, totally. uh, like a fucking troglodyte and people are going to be like, well, at least he's funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, no one's yeah. really worrying too much. You know, we, we've all seen comedians, Yeah. Um, but there's no, you know, uh, oh, Tom just left. He's insulted. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. I was like, Tom's like, I won't stand for this. Bert Kreischer is an angel. <laughs> he's a sweet man. Uh, anybody would lucky. Um, so he's, he's a really nice guy. I don't know why I just randomly picked Bert for no reason. Um, he's doing, he's doing well. He's a big target. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, you know, he's out there. Um, fuck. But yeah, it is kind of funny because you're like, oh, I'm so glad I have this dearth of experience and all that other mm-hmm. shit. And then at the same time, you're like, oh, but I'm, it's, you know, I'm in my twilight. I guess not really. I'm just yeah. like, oh, getting a little. Nah. No, I, I appreciate that. No, I like, I, but I, you know, I, I tend to, my brain tends also, to. Also, comedians to the... tend to age more like wine. I think, I think oh. the good ones, right? I, at least I, I think m- my favorite comedians tend to have gotten better, or at least more interesting with age, and like yeah, they yeah. develop their own unique little idiosyncrasies. I think musicians do too. I just think mu- music is a little more aesthetically driven. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. But... And and also like you know, uh, there's that whole trend of 
I, I don't know what it is. I feel like there's, there's this whole thing where like, you know, the whole thing about 27 years old, the, the, the 27 curse or whatever, you're 27, you wind up dying. You're like all those guys. Yeah. And yeah. then, but it's, it's, is one of those things where you're like, you're either Peter out when you're younger or you're like, I just saw the who live. Cause I went to see, um, uh, I had Stephen Page on the show and he invited me out to see him open for the who. So it was fucking, I'm not going to not go. Right? Yeah. yeah. So like, it was awesome. So I got to hang out and whatever. And, uh, fucking Roger Daltrey and, uh, Pete Townsend, they sound the same and they're in their eight. Like, so it's one of the other man. I don't yeah. I don't know what it is, but they are, they were like, he's swinging the mic and catching it and doing all this shit. I was tired, like watching it. Like, I was like, oh, let's get a little window. That's but, wild. Yeah. That's isn't wild. it nuts? That's yeah. nuts. Cause they're all like deaf too. Like, like, like i'm not even joking like, yeah, yeah. you can look this up <laughs> they blew their ears out yeah if somebody bet me money what you were gonna say after that it would not have been deaf but i i was <laughs> legends uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're so uh, talented yeah, yeah 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 anything yeah. they are fucking deaf dumb and blind <laughs> let me tell you they had nothing uh, um yeah man it is it's just it's just crazy do you do it like what's the what's the process for taking care of your voices and stuff you know what i mean like is it do you get do you care <laughs> that, i think because we don't play live a ton we mm. don't have to worry too too much but i mean if we're ever gonna record a song or whatever we try right. to not talk too much the day before or whatever um, that's great yeah yeah i mean yeah that's that's again the, i mean we're getting better but i mean we're in our mid-20s now yeah. so we're starting to care you we're starting to guns and bitches <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know to us it's like oh shit like you know yeah you, you go exercise and like two days later you're like oh damn like that oh, never I used know. to happen yeah. Um, yeah so just in general we're getting a little better about like let's like, like actually eat good food and go to the gym and do that stuff because yeah. like, it's not sexy but like it you gotta like it's i know slow. man i feel that 100 percent. and the i was i was thinking about that when i was uh i'm always trying to eat like better but when you're on the road you know how hard it is. like if you are on the road it's just bullshit yeah. uh but I was like, I really have to do something about when I'm out because it's not an excuse. Like, it's it's not like, a, oh, these calories don't count. Anything I eat in the car is, you know, <laughs> it's it's a it's a, it's a yeah. neutral zone. It's yeah. not. It's it's killing me. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I remember buying pizza and like leaving the box on the dash for me and and my and my friend who go on the road together, and I'd just be like, this can't be good. <laughs> like, can't be good to drive for 10 hours and we're just like eating like eight oh, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> i was actually Brutal. curious um earlier uh we were talking about a little bit a little bit about the industry i was curious if um the comedy industry is as monopolized or centralized as the music industry is like do you have is like, this a fun conversation <laughs> yeah i'm just interested it could be. Yeah. no absolutely yeah like are there are there like three companies that control everything because that that is music that is the music industry that's interesting i didn't know that about the music industry but yeah so um it depends on on where you where you kind of are so like there is a monopoly on the east coast where i like so you know it's very hard to like like i can tell you by name and there's only four all the big ones that book everything on the east coast and then they also kind of dabble a little on west coast stuff and then when you get up to west coast there may be like three right so and then the middle of the country is still dumb so and even then the middle of the country will be dominated by two guys from the east coast so it's this weird they're they're kind of controlling all the shit and they each have a stake of land and no one asked them to by the way 
because <laughs> they're mostly all scumbags. Right. So, so you're just like, you know, and I can say that now because I don't care right. anymore after post pandemic shit has left me just yeah. totally um, devoid of any. So, yeah. but like, yeah, so that it, it is kind of like that. And that does become a problem because I don't know if it's the same way with musicians, but like for comedians, if they only see you, if the first time they see you, if you're just emceeing, it takes uh, almost a miracle for them to not see you as somebody they shouldn't pay. Um, and so you're like, God damn, man, I'm, I'm no, I'm no, you gotta be like, I'm no longer doing this. So you literally, and th sometimes the way you move up too is like, I've had to stop going to a club when I, anytime I moved up and I usually move myself up. Um, but I've been like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm featuring now. Oh, great. So this club doesn't think I can, this club doesn't think I can in this club. So there's three places I can no longer work. Because if I continue to work there for less money and as an MC, these places won't hire me as a feature. Right. So I've right. just lost three different clubs out of a year, you know, whatever. And then I have to go do those clubs and hopefully find three more to fill the hole and then go back to them and then go, I'm this now. And then they'll fuck you when you can move up. Right. So it, yeah, it gets like, I don't know. Do, how does it work for like, uh, how do you get to be like a headlining versus opening act for a musician? Well, music is is similar in that it's just sort of there's only so many big like let's say festivals that you want to get into. There's right. only so many, there's almost every label is really just three labels, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's a pretty tightly packed group of people. Um, it, it, I I think that's that's another reason we've sort of tried to keep everything in our wheelhouse. Is like at least if we're producing it, and and we're in control of it. It, then no one else, no gatekeeper can just be like, oh, we're shutting off the tap right now. Yeah. Because if yeah. that, ha if your main source of income is something controlled by somebody else, which is how a lot of musicians live, it, it, you, you can easily get screwed that way. And they totally. get stuck in those weird positions, you know. Yeah. Um, and you're indentured to like that company now. Yeah. Like yeah. And then, you you know, you have a, let's say you have a, a song that pops off. And well, now you're trying to repeat it because if you don't, they'll drop you, you yeah. know. Yeah. Whereas for us, like if Luke and I have a song that does really well and it makes us, we, we don't need to feel like we need to make, make that song part two. We can just right. go in, you know, whereas if you're stuck, if they're controlling everything, you, you got to make that song part two. Yeah. Like you got it. Um, Absolutely. It's funny that you say that though too, because I feel like that's a lot of the ways TikTok and social media work. If you put something out there that uh, garners a shit ton of followers and gets like a million some odd views, they want to see the, all those people want is for that same thing to be repeated. And it's, it's homogenous and fucking nauseating. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that whole brand thing, right? Like, it's so much easier to build an audience around one cohesive thing. And I yep, get it. Yep. Like, that's just the way it goes. Like, if, right. it can be as stupid as like, that's the guy who wears a red t-shirt and blue jeans every day. And it's like, mm -hmm. I, I know that guy. And if <laughs> yeah. you, put on, yeah. if you put on a yellow t-shirt one time, they'd be like, oh, he fucking changed, man. Like, <laughs> <Sell> <laughs> out. He's not the same guy. He's on the, the same musician. No, no. I like red t-shirt. But yeah. 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 That's so um, true, though. But now, but I think from from day one, we've been bouncing around sound wise and look wise. We're terrible for being cohesive. So I think That's most great. of our fan base kind of just likes that. Yeah, which I'm cool with. I mean, we grew up like I said, like Bowie is a good example of that. Where it's just like, mm -hmm. whatever you just yeah. bounce around to whatever's interesting. Yeah. And Although, there's plenty of music like that. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of bands that I love that every and and I love them because you know every song kind of sounds the same. Maybe one or two on an album is a little different. 
but otherwise like why not I, I love when i can listen to a band and i'm like oh my god this sounds this fucking song sounds completely different from anything else on their album it's great yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think when we are making music, we'll we'll definitely go through periods where we think, let's just make a, a synth pop song or mm. let's make like Freedom in Your Eyes was like more Roxy music is right. kind of what we were thinking about. Um, and we can do that and we can do those things. Um, but a funny thing with the changing your style and all this, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we got a comment on one of our videos and a, a guy just said, guy in red, which was me in the video, <laughs> your hair looked better in this other song. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, we've made it. We've made oh, it. People are starting wow. to complain yeah. about yeah. changes yeah. in haircuts and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I've had people comment on the, the buttons of the jacket or when I didn't wear the jacket and like all that other crap. Like, I'll see it yeah. through the thing. And I'm just yeah. like, watch the fucking interview. Like, we yeah. don't give a shit what I'm yeah. fucking wearing, weirdo. I know. Yeah. So, oh, do you know what's great, too? Sorry, this is a bit of a tangent. But like a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, we were just walking around. Um, kind of close to like downtown uh, in Edmonton where we are and uh, a car drove by and this this really doesn't happen and mm -hmm. a car drove by and a girl stuck her head out the window and was like I love your music but we were looking directly into the sun so the look that we both gave was we both went like that and then and then she went by and we're like oh that was so not cool <laughs> we just blew that oh like, obviously, man obviously take two you just go thanks yeah yeah, yeah exactly you know, no like yeah yeah um, no matter what's in your eyes like yeah. like you know <laughs> whatever's going on just yeah. get this down yeah. hey yeah. yeah oh that's hilarious do you think that the way people are ingesting it is changing though too because I, I apologize my camera cut while we were talking about this earlier yeah, yeah. but with the with TikTok, like the way people, what they expect people to make it for, do you think the audience is ingesting differently too, where they need like these really quick clip and move on and attention I, span cuts out too easy? I, I don't think, I think people are being a bit, um, I think it's easy to think that way. I don't think people's attention spans are really getting that much shorter. They, they are short when they're on the app or they're short if they're on the app a lot. Yeah. But I think what you love and you're actually interested in, you'll sit and listen to for hours. Mm. It's just what you don't love and what you're not interested in. You just want the coolest, tightest little 15 seconds of it. So yeah. I think, um, you know, it, it, uh, your favorite comedian, let's say, you'll sit down and watch their whole set and you'll love it. But the comedian you don't know anything about, you just want to see that, like that one great joke and then just swipe past kind of thing. Yeah. And it's the same with music. Like you want that killer chorus or, or a cover of a song you know, yeah. and then you move on. If you know the artist, I think you still are willing to put more time behind it, mm. I, I think. Because look at like stream, people sit down and like stream hours and hours and hours of TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's that, and, and that, I mean, it's that whole drug side of it too, where it's like that illusion of control almost of like, you'd sit and watch eight hours of TV, but you won't sit and watch two hours of a movie. And right. why? Because yeah. you can hit play. It's a weird thing, you know? You'll yeah. sit on TikTok for two hours scrolling, because you have the control of it so you know it's a good point it's a complicated thing i don't i don't know totally what the whole yeah i was talking to one of my guys that will be but yeah yeah i was talking to one of my guys he's like 20 early 20s and yeah. he's like i his he's like my generation would rather watch an hour in three minute clips like swiping to the next three minutes yeah than watch one hour of anything which yeah. had, like i'm like how do you beat that algorithm right how do you figure that out yeah 
if you have the answer, let us know. <laughs> I, I really like your take on it, though. And I really wish that the industry would kind of look at it more that way, because uh, I think that's the best probably way to describe it. If you're fucking using TikTok, then yes, of course, you're going to want that 15 minutes or whatever. But if you expose people to deeper stuff, they're going to find something that they want to commit to and they want to spend time on, you know? Yeah. Um, also, hype is very interesting to me now because I don't know that it matters to like, like I've, we've all seen the way the industry kind of manipulates a thing they know is bad into hype. Right. Yeah. And you're like, and, and when they're trying too hard and you're like, this is going to be fucking awful yeah. because every, like, it's like a mass media thing where you're just like, Oh, they're talking about it too much. It's going to suck. I don't know why they can't put that kind of effort though, behind just good shit. Like for the love of God, like if you've got the talent and the work ethic and, and the, the dirt, you know, the, the wealth of material or whatever, um, just get behind it and fucking yeah. use it, you know? And, I, I and, think, I think like talent and quality gives you longevity, but it doesn't yeah. give you that like spark yeah. and boom, which is what right. the, the industry wants. Like they'll pick somebody up, make money off it, drop it, move on. Yeah. They don't, they don't care. The artist right. cares. They want, I want longevity. You want longevity. Yeah. And I think that still only comes from talent and quality content yeah um but like drama people fucking love the drama you know they, they love it's true you know like look at that what was the the harry styles and and oh, uh olivia, olivia, olivia wild olivia wild chris pine yeah that whole thing like that movie bomb nobody gave a shit no. about oh. the movie and, yeah. and watching the trailer i knew that was gonna be but it, yeah. anyway it, but people <laughs> but people ate up the drama of it you yeah. know like they wanted they wanted the headlines but they don't actually want to go watch the movie right so i yeah. think um and it's it's weird because people are getting content for free so often now. Right. So it's hard actually to gauge what people will spend money on. We're just gauging mm -hmm. what people are spending their attention and time on. Like sure. right now, we're we're having a conversation about where people are putting their time, but time isn't money in the case of paying an artist. Right. Or paying yeah. for content, you know. Right. Right. Um, so that's a whole other thing. What yeah. what I'll sit and scroll past for an hour is not what I'll spend a hundred dollars on. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that movie thing is an interesting thing too, because I really wish they would lay off. Um, I don't care if your movie bombs and you want to create drama around it, but make it sure it's only entertainment drama and stop using the whole, like I'm a director and a woman and this is why yada, yada, yada. Like I mm -hmm. under, like there's no doubt about it. Women have a harder time in yeah. the industry yeah. and all that other shit, 100%. but don't use it to sell your fucking movie that you know is bullshit. And also to cover up, you know, again, I never like I'm one of those people. I just I just don't give a shit what celebrities do with their dick or what. You know what I mean? Like like I really like yeah. it's, it's just one of those things. But yeah. like, you know, or your vagina, whatever it is, whatever you got. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I find it interesting that like because um, the media is so sensationalistic now and kind of lazy that whatever the the lowest level of viewers are interested in that is what they'll they'll grab and they'll oh. and they'll make it news yeah. just oh. to keep everything kind of buzzing and it's just like i kind of hate it that now are like like it's one of those things where it's weird to see colbert interview olivia wilde and try to really like did oh. he spit on chris just be like what the right. fuck are you doing right you know what i mean like right. are yeah. you out of your mind yeah. like no, yeah, yeah. and and also somebody asked someone how Harry Styles like like I I love that that dude somehow completely escaped any kind of criticism for sleeping with another man's wife, which again I don't give a fuck about. Have at it, guys. Have fun. Yeah. Who gives a right. fuck? You know, it's not my money. I don't give a shit. So, but but at the same time, it's like that guy escapes any kind of criticism. But Olivia Munn got like trashed online when she went and and had a baby with John Mulaney. I don't. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah. what? What is it? Like, what? What's the fucking? Where's the barometer here, guys? That's yeah. the confusing thing. Is you know, yeah, it's just yeah. Every man for themselves, right? And we're all caught up in it, and yeah. we're just trying to fucking survive and create shit. And then you're like, you have to. I've had people who've like, uh, who've like called me like that. We you know, if I like, like, hey, do you want to comment on the? And I'll be like, no, I don't really. But do I have to? Like, yeah, fuck. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I'll be like, I did just comment on something I cared about. Yes, but that was Tuesday's thing. <laughs> now we're on. Well, time is fucking irrelevant because yeah. uh, Howard Stern's putting out videos from 2006 and people are swiping and sharing them like they're fucking new. And yeah. McCartney doesn't look yeah. like that anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, it, I feel point. like the Internet yeah. has made time irrelevant. So, right. I, you know. I never know yeah. what I'm being sold. This is a great gripe site. I'm really glad you guys are here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what we this is the conversations we have, right? So yeah. this is also why we have to cut the hour down to 50 because we'll spend <laughs> half an hour talking about the industry and Michael Jackson upon oh, you're like, nobody wants to hear this. Right, you know? right. But I mean, I think some people do, you know. No, I think um, they do too. Yeah. And also I think that kind of perspective is necessary because it's nice to not have that kind of uh black and white sort of like oh you're on this side of the aisle because you like it's it's nice to have some people just still talk well, about the artist without going like it upsets me yeah like you know what i liked about your conversation yeah. that you didn't really have to uh qualify your feelings for anything you just had a, a regular conversation you would hear two guys having in a car yeah and and it wasn't like just so everyone knows i'm a good person and i don't think yeah. that this and yeah. after every fucking statement yeah, especially with Michael Jackson, we were talking about it before we started rolling. We're like, should we make a comment? It's like, nah, not really. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't care. I, yeah. I, I mean, even in, in when we're talking about like comedy and Bill Cosby, it's like, if you want to talk about his comedy, that's a, that's a valid conversation. You can exactly. still have, you yeah. don't, I don't think you need to necessarily talk about what he did because the impact was so huge. Like we're talking right. about the king of pop here. It doesn't matter. And especially, um, perspective is important like it, you look back on people from hundreds of years ago thousands of years it, what they did at the time and the impact they had almost becomes irrelevant yeah uh, Attila Hum wasn't a cool guy but it's, it's relevant to talk about it you know <laughs> um, I just like that know? Michael Jackson and Attila Hun somehow got they're, into it like very the, similar yeah yeah both had a beautiful <laughs> beautiful voice from what yeah. I'm told um Attila the Hun sang like an angel uh, <laughs> right before he was murdered um yeah it's but I, I agree with you completely it is you cannot deny the impact and there's no reason like even i have comics on this show who are you know grew up on cosby and it's funny what tom has also upset by bill cosby completely <laughs> left us again um he will not stand for any kind of uh cosby slander yeah, cosby, <laughs> this is fucking worse. but like it is it is funny to me that like i'll have these guys on and i and they're like like, I'll be like, who are your influences or who did you love? And like, we love Cosby. And then immediately you'll see them like, oh, but, but I, but just so you know, and it's like, it's, I honestly don't think you're doing what he, like, it, I'm not gonna, like, I get the context. Yeah. And just because some people want to make something out of it doesn't mean they don't either. They just making money off of it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, but yeah. this whole thing where everybody's like, oh, just so you know, I'm a, like, I don't fucking care. I don't know you. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. And, yeah. and most people really don't have a good everyone is entitled to their opinion but mm -hmm. most yeah. people don't really have a, an informed solid opinion on most stuff that they're right. talking about like they're just right. they're regurgitating what they heard so it's just you know yeah and it's unfortunate because we don't communicate with each other anymore and we don't really have um any kind of town square stuff we don't have any kind of like 
there's no central point to go to. So now to signal to other people that we're somewhat decent, it, it's through social media. And yeah. to do that through social media is to, and I hate using the term virtue signal, but it is kind yeah. of like, I have to make it very, very clear what I do and don't stand for. And it's like, dude, I like, can we just yeah. go out and get like a drink or like hang out or like, can we just do whatever? Like I kind of assumed you were an okay individual. Like <laughs> I wore a, a Rick and Morty shirt once when I was out and one of my friend's friends, this is unbeknownst to me at the time. It's like when it was just out or whatever. And, uh, and one of my friend's friends was like, kind of like, ignore, like not like it, whatever. And I'd never met her before. And I was like, Oh, what the fuck's going on? And then I found out later that she hated Rick and Morty, even though she'd never seen the show, but because their fan base was toxic. And then, so like, so I'm like through wow. all of that, because I happened to wear a dumb, like, I don't even, I was like, I'm just doing a great shirt. I just put it, I just wore clothes. Cause you have to, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not my fucking problem. I, you know, society. Right. Yeah. So I, but I was like, Oh, you know, and it was this thing where I was like, man, that is a fucked up way to live. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah. uh, that's just the world we live in now. Absolutely. And it almost uh, full circles, right? Because now you're judging me for something that yes. who knows? I might well, not even know anything about Rick and Morty. Yeah, I might just yeah. dig the cartoon characters. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I was uh shirtless and somebody tossed me a thing and I and I took it for a second. Yeah. I was like, oh thank you. I you I know, know my other shirt got burned off. Um great way to end it, by the way. So uh <laughs> I've kept you guys for an hour. Uh you got the new single out. Your album will be coming out in a bit. Um, I hope if you guys are on the East Coast, you'll hit us up. Or, yeah. or maybe I can get out to Canada. That'd be cool because yeah, we just let's get together. Um, I'm going to ask you the last three questions I ask every guest. Oh, do we have any questions from the? Uh... You know what's funny because I because I apologize to our to the people in the audience that when my camera uh, oh. crapped out on me, I lost all the questions. But there was a gentleman checking in from Chile that said he loved your music hmm. and that uh, yeah, he's looking forward to the album coming out. But he said that much earlier. I meant to bring it up and then cool. Gotcha. Yeah. No problem. Um, I will I will cover it with the three questions I ask every guest on the show. Uh, so first question is if you guys can you can answer them together or individually, whatever you want. So if you can go back in time, talk to your younger selves and give yourself a piece of advice that would help you today, what would it be? I think my piece of advice would be um, just stick stick with the independent route and don't get caught up at you with everything we talked about earlier, don't get caught up with getting involved in some sort of industry, forget mm -hmm. the gatekeepers, just keep doing what you're doing. And if you stick with it, it'll, it'll all work out. Cause I think we lost a lot of sleep in the early years thinking we got to get signed. Right. And, right. And once yeah. you let go of that sort of idea, mm -hmm. uh, funny enough, that's when everything started going well. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, more broadly, just like your gut is almost always right. You might have to find more information and like tools, manage your resources to go with your gut. You might mm -hmm. not have like the necessary tools to do that yet, but usually the thing you feel is right. We've always right. felt we wanted high control. So yeah, that's, that's what you should do. Don't worry about what other people are doing. That's great, man. By the way, when you said go the independent round, I was like, oh my God, he's going to leave his brother. Uh, <laughs> you know, I really wish I, I had said myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, um, so uh, second question is what had to end in your lives, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Uh, the romanticized version of doing it, like the romanticized version of pursuit, specifically pertaining to music mm -hmm. oh, or anything. It, uh, well, no, I mean, oh. I, that, that oh, gotcha. it's a huge part of my life, but I would say mm -hmm. in general, I think 
people have if i made it more general people have a romanticized view of how they'll do things in their life the order how they'd like it to happen no one's going through life really clean it's not a book it's not edited yeah. for time sure. and uh i think when we realize that our career or our lives wouldn't look like the musicians we idolize like it wouldn't be this carbon copy version it would right. be a different thing uh but it would still be music we right. started having way more success and felt way better about it when the when the judgment wasn't oh it doesn't look like this you know yeah, yeah. nice man what about you dude uh that's such a, a really good answer um to, to sort of uh expand on that thought i'd say um um especially with music i don't know if comedy is to the same extent i think i've learned that a lot of people in the industry are sort of in it for the wrong reasons. I'm just shitting on the industry. That's what it's sounding like. I'm loving um, it. <laughs> a lot of the people in the industry don't probably don't have the passion you have. Uh, yeah. And we've, you know, I don't want to throw people under the bus, but along the way, we've met a lot of individuals that sort of suck the life out of uh, music a little bit for us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I just, I, I expand on what, what Noah said in terms of, um, not getting caught up in the romanticized idea of what the music industry is going to look like and how people will treat you uh, just focusing on the, you know, our love of music. Yeah. Right. And do you even think like the people that you idolize that you like, this is the way theirs went. Was that just how it was scripted to us? Like how theirs went, it, they might've been just as muddy as everybody else. Well, it, it, yeah, there probably was just as muddy or, or they were disappointed because theirs didn't look like their hero's trajectory yeah, yeah. as well. I mean, that's the reality is it just keeps as technology changes and the way you connect changes and all that stuff. It's just, yeah, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna do a world tour anytime soon. That doesn't mean you're a failure as a musician yes. or a Grammy win or whatever, you know, all of that stuff is constantly changing. Um, yeah. Your markers for success as, a, as an artist shouldn't be that. Um, yeah. 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 And I, dude, that's so funny that you say that too. Cause I, I think when I was younger, I very much wanted, I mean, now it's out the window. It doesn't even truly matter anymore, but like the HBO special was like the fucking thing to get, yeah. you know? And I, uh, even an HBO half hour or whatever it is now, obviously it's either like a Netflix thing or wherever you can get it. And I know there are certain old school comedians who have never had a special. Cause they were like, why in God's name would you burn the material? And now even then, even back then too, it was like Carson was the thing or getting on the late shows. But what I've learned about those processes are very much like, you know, they they really fucking restrict your material. It's not as because when I was a kid, I thought these people were just, you know, winging it and having a and having a good time. And then yeah. since then, it's even gotten more rigid. Yeah. And it's like, wow, none of that. I mean, you know, you if you get the opportunity, you take it. Obviously, it's not going to hurt you. But for that to be your goal, I think that that is one of those things that like is important for artists to shift and go. I'm still, I'm still great. And I can still yeah, be good. Yeah. And I can still, yeah. it's what I yeah. tell like my friends who are starting comedy or like, you know, who are a little younger in the game where I'm like, you really don't need to worry about like no club is ever going to make or break you. Like you can get really fucking good at a bowling alley and then go yeah. dominate yeah. on a theater. Some, you know, whatever you just, just do, just do well. Yeah. yeah. That's totally. great, man. Man. Um, that, uh, sorry. I was going to say, no, that, what, uh, like you mentioned, like, getting cut for time that bill hicks on letterman i remember <sighs> watching that and going like how did that get cut right dude i know crazy 
Yeah, I know, man. And um, you can totally tell Letterman like still feels yeah. that weight and that guilt from, totally. from having it because it's all this up, 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 like these yeah. people from above who are just asking questions that it's because, you know, most of the time those people have to justify their positions and their job and their salary. So yeah. it's hard when you're talking to people and you know, they're just saying shit just because they think they need an opinion. And it's like, you don't need to fucking say whether it's good or bad or whatever. Just zip That's it. That's my favorite. I'm just boring content from a different podcast now, but Black Keys, Black Keys were talking about, um, who's the drummer in the Black Keys? Patrick Carney. Patrick Carney was mm -hmm. talking about this. Uh, how, uh, yeah, well, exactly. One of those guys who like, it just needs to justify his job. Was like, yeah. uh, you know, the hi-hat in the mix, could that be turned down a little bit? And then Patrick Carney reached out to Danger Mouse and was like, what What do I do? And he's going, mm -hmm. he was like, you know what to do. And he's like, don't touch it and just send it back. Like rename it and send yep. it back. He's like, yep, yep, yeah, that's what you do. The oh. guy's just justifying his job. It's yeah. so fucking good. So, yeah. I've had, I've, I'm not a by an actor by any means, but I have had those situations where I've had to do stuff and somebody will be like, Ooh, you know, if you could just, what you just said, tone it down, come back in, go out, come back in again. And then just tweet. And I'll be, and I'll be out in the hallway going, what in the flying fuck do they, are they talking about? And then I just go back and do it again. And they're like, see right there, you felt it. And I'm like, I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt nothing. I, I, I might be dead inside. I have no idea what right. I want, you know, but yeah, they really just need that control and that extra little, like yes. I made them. And you're like, yeah, I guess you did whatever the fuck you want. Oh God. Um, and so, oh, so the last question, uh, is tied into the show. So if this was a genuine dystopia more so than it is now, and you guys had your choice of like a government collapse, climate change, flooding the world, um, uh, and a comet heading toward the earth or, uh, alien zombies, whatever it is, your choice, but you wake up and you find out it's everybody's last day. How do you spend it? What would be your epic death? How do you want to go out? Ooh. Well, if it's a meteor heading to Earth, I want to be right at the center of where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> right there, yeah. Like, like comical. Like... Just fucking spread eagle naked. Yeah. Like... <laughs> What's with that guy? Does he want to be with his family? No, he's fine. No. Let him go. No. Let him go. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking um, great, dude. I mean, spend the day probably listening to, to all the music we love. and uh, Yeah, with family. Hang out, hang out with family and friends. That'd probably you know? be it. Nice, man. That's all that really matters. I thought you were going to ask what kind of dystopia would you want? Well, that's part of it, too. You get to yeah. choose. So it's it's okay. any what any any dystopia, whatever's happening. But like, you know, what would Because be if your... I had to pick one, I, it would be a total electric dropout. For oh, sure. Oh, easy, wow. Easy we pick. never had that before. That's a great one. Just power runs out. Oh, could you imagine? I, I mean, would love that. Complete... Just the have, chaos of it would be. <laughs> I'm not a religious person whatsoever. I've prayed for an EMP to hit like the tw <laughs> Twitter locate, like just, just oh. knock it the fuck out. Yeah. And then everybody has to go back to telegrams, like, you know. When, <laughs> when Dear Elon did, Musk, I feel stop. like that legit happened. Yeah. Would you say you yeah. feel like what? Oh no, I feel like when Sandy happened, I feel like that legit happened, and like the city oh. didn't know what was going on, like. I remember being like, I don't know what to do. And I, the only thing I was mad about is I didn't own a gun. And I'm like, I don't own a gun. I'm just holding my stuff. <laughs> the next person that owns a gun. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't mad about that too much. I, you know, I was mad when my parents lost their house. You son of a... No, I'm just kidding. Tom. I figured that was a nice little day. Was he worried about his gun? <laughs> oh, my God. I remember a dude. I, I remember seeing a guy going down uh, the side. Because, you know, like it was so weird with the water levels. Yeah. Some places got him, some places didn't. I just remember was like driving around, looking around, and seeing a guy in a fucking kayak, like 
<laughs> going going to his house and i was just like that is the that that you're never gonna like i can't even help it i have no i have no like uh, good luck buddy i don't know where you're going but you know he's just going that to check out the damage dystopia. like i remember i live on like a hill in england about two miles a mile and a half from the ocean they were launching fireboats from the hill in my backyard mm-hmm. i'm like this is out of control i was like it was legit dystopian i'm like oh Whoa. this is it this yeah. is it i'm just gonna stay Whoa. here on the second floor I got shit for two tweets when that happened. One, and that's when I used Twitter, but one was um, I said, uh, hey, anybody, hey, anybody want to go to EDC this weekend? I've got a room. Uh, it's on my front lawn, but I do have a room in Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one was uh, when they did the concert, the relief concert, and Bon Jovi's first song was who says you can't go home and i went fema oh. you fucking asshole <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and then people were like he didn't he's trying to do a good thing and i was like it's not like i get it i'm yeah. like, you know you yeah. built a rock star from jersey and that's it <laughs> oh god you guys are fucking awesome dude I, i'm so glad you guys get to come on and, and hang out i really appreciate it thanks yeah. for having us we had a great time sweet right. yeah, yeah anytime you guys want to come yeah. back let me know right on right. absolutely cool. have a great one guys yep yeah, thanks so much too. Too. Peace. Bye. Dystopia tonight.